We technically hate ourselves, but we show pseudo love. We live in a culture when we technically dislike ourselves and we show ourselves pseudo love. What I mean by that is we project self-hate. Self-hate, what is that? What does it mean to hate self? That's deep, that's real deep. Because the truth of the matter is, sometimes we actually think we love ourselves, but subconsciously we don't act as if we do. So we provoke self-hate. How do you know if you hate yourself? Well, when you look at someone like you, do you like what you see? Right? When you look at someone that looks like you, do you hate or do you love? Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. We're going to talk about self-confidence. So self-love. All of these words are not just words. They actually work together um, to build up your self-image. So self-esteem, self-confidence, self-image, I really want you to remember these key words because a lot of times we heard them before, but we didn't really, really hear them and the significance of them, okay? So these are the three things, or if not four, self-esteem, self-confidence, confidence, self-love, and self-image. So your self-confidence, let's start with confide. What happens when you confide in somebody? You, what does that show? What happens when you're confident? So confide in confidence, what's the difference? If you say I confide in you, it means I trust you. So there's a correlation between confidence and trust. How can you be confident with someone you don't trust? So self-confidence I'm just breaking down the word confidence. Self-confidence has a lot to do with self-trust. How much do you trust your ability, A, as a human, right? As a human in the earth, how much do you trust your ability? B, how much do you trust your ability to overcome? That also has to do with self-confidence. Let's say you go through a tough time, right? You go through some difficult moments in your life and you just don't believe that you can necessarily overcome, right? So you start bashing yourself because you say, hey, bro, you're weak. You, you, you're not overcoming this. So you, you, you say these negative things to yourself that you don't necessarily need to say. So self-confidence and self-trust has a lot to do with that, right? So you don't 
confide in someone you don't trust. To confide is to trust, right? So the cat down the street confides in me, right? He's walking by me, he's not scared. So what I realized, some cats will see me outside and they'll get, all of a sudden, they'll get really scared because they don't want to deal with me. They don't know what my intentions are. And when the cats don't know what my intentions are, they get kind of a uh, little bit scary then. Right now, this cat obviously knowing that my intention is not to hurt him or her, and I could feel the cat's heart rate and to me. So the cat confides in me. The cat just trusts me. He watched me. Hi. Okay, so the cat has confidence that I'm not going to hurt him, right? My question to you is, do you have confidence that you're not going to hurt yourself? And because I, I do speak about mental health, that can be touchy, right? Um, but I want to talk more on a mental level. Mental burden is the way we hurt ourselves, right? We hurt ourselves because we put so much pressure. We put so much pressure on ourselves. And that's what the issue is. We confide in ourselves and we don't confide, we don't trust ourselves, and then we put a lot of pressure on us too. It's like having a parent who says, I don't trust you, but here are my standards. And if you don't reach them, I won't trust you more. You see how that keeps going back, back and forth, back and forth? So when we try to confide in our ability, we never do because we never trusted ourselves to begin with. Then we set the standards so high or so little, right? So let's talk about that setting standards high and setting standards little. So we set high standards for how things should be. So we should all over ourselves, set high standards for how things should be. But we set low standards of how we're actually going to live, right? We set high standards of how things should be, high expectations and the lack of action. Okay, so we must work from that point, right? So I'm not saying don't have goals. I'm not saying don't have a vision of how your life can look like, but don't do it from the point of guilt tripping yourself into feeling incompetent, okay? Self-confidence, self-confidence has to do with self-trust. Now, let's talk about, do you trust people you don't know or love? I want you to think about this one. So this is gonna go into the self-hate. Do you trust people that you don't know or love? And another question, a better one is, do you trust people that you hate? A better question is, do you trust people that you hate? Chances are you probably do not trust those you do not like. So if you don't like yourself, you won't trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, you don't confide. And if you don't have confidence, you don't explore yourself. You don't explore your talents without confidence, right? How do you explore your talents? Well, you gotta go in there, right? You gotta start to spend time with yourself. But let's say you don't like someone and you don't trust them. Are you ever really gonna spend time with them? Probably never. You know, you don't like them, you don't trust them, you don't want them around you. So what do you do? If that person comes around, ultimately, you're going to try to escape. You're going to try to, your best to leave from that person. 
because you don't like them, A, you don't trust them, so why would you be around them? Same thing with yourself. If you don't like yourself, you don't trust yourself, why would you like to be around yourself? That's why we distract ourselves. So we say, okay, I'm going to show self-love through self-care, then I'm going to distract myself because technically I don't like myself, so let me stay away from myself. This throws our limbic system out of whack. So what are the components that keeps a well-running limbic system? I feel sexy. I feel warm. I feel safe. I like myself. I'm full. So if these needs are not met, and a lot of times to fulfill those needs, something outside of you, you want to get some sort of food. You want to get some sort of pseudo relationship. We get pseudo love for our lack of self-love, right? So we try to get love from others and never really end up getting loved at all. So in searching for self-love, we get pseudo love from others because only get treated how you allow other people to treat you. So if you treat yourself with hate, then you're going to then get from other people that diminishes our self-confidence. So that's why we want to start to see, are we confiding in ourselves? Do we trust ourselves? Do we like to be around us? Do you like to be around yourself? This is another question. Do you like to spend time with you? They say, if you want to determine um, if you should be with somebody, don't do it based upon what they say. Do it if you could stay in a quiet place with that person. If you could stay in a quiet place with that person, are you still comfortable? If you're comfortable in a quiet place, with, if you're comfortable not talking to somebody, that means you have a relationship that doesn't need words to put a label on it. Beyonce says put a ring on it. Well, without you put a ring on it, but it's about like being able to sit without the ring and just being in one with that person. I mean, that's when you know you're ready for marriage. When the peace doesn't put you in a place, a sucking place or a sucker place. So when the quietness doesn't affect you negatively. So it's as if you're sitting down with yourself, is it blissful or is it painful? If it's painful, then now we know for sure, for sure, there's something that we need to work on to love ourselves more, to enjoy our presence more, to realize that we're worthy. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. The words you give me and your fulfillment of those words, that's going to build up my dependability. So this is your dependability on other people. Some people you say, I can't depend on you. Ask yours, can you depend on yourself, right? This is a reflection session, not a teaching session. I want you to reflect, right? So I want you to see it. And seeing it, you're gonna be able to now eventually get out of the dark, okay? So my question is, can you depend on you? One day I woke up and I looked back at a lot of things I was doing or said I was gonna do, and then I saw a gap between what I said I was gonna do and what I actually did. 
the gap scared me because I also saw a pattern with the gaps. I saw that I not only did I have a gap here, but I have a gap at the same time over time consistently. So I got to I got to thinking. I was like, okay, this is where I'm currently at. This is where I'm destined to be because I've set the direction towards that destination. And I know I'm gonna get there eventually, but if I keep acting this way, when I arrive there, will I be able to keep it up? So will I be able to depend on myself at the top when other people's depend on me? So I literally had to think about that and thinking about that, it scared me. At some point and looking back at what I did and the place, the times that I didn't live up to what I said I was gonna do, I said, I don't know if I could depend on myself. And then at the moment I said that, I saw the problem. I saw the problem is that I didn't trust myself enough. And in not trusting myself and expecting to fail at things, I failed at things. And expecting to not do things, I didn't do them. So your expectations will lead to the result because you're focusing on it so much, right? So I realized that, yo, at that point, that's a low point. When you get to the point where you don't feel like you can depend on yourself, that's a low point. It's a really, really low point. But what do they say about the lowest points of life, right? So you could either fall flat on your face or you could fall and get sprained right forward, right? So when you get to the low point, yet at, the, at, the, at your lowest point, you could be, okay, I'm tools, I'm going to strat. Where did man come from? The ground from dirt, the man was created. So I'm gonna start from the ground up. I'm going to now build a new tree. Some people get buried by their low circumstance. Some people get empowered by it. So you can seed, which place on the dirt, as plastic. So that's when you're not true to yourself. You become plastic. You become fake. You miss your own essence. You miss that you're a seed. So I saw that the trees right behind me, mango tree, it dropped a mango. I'm like, this mango tree is pretty lit dropping mangoes, and the mango got eaten by some animals. So the animals revealed the seed. And I was like, yo, that's awesome. And then I saw that the mango became a tree. What you to think about that. Let's say you're a fruit, your spirit, or like you're that fruit from the tree of the most high, and you've fallen to a low point in your life. And sometimes you feel like you've been eaten up by insects, by the troubles of life. And you're like, I'm being eaten up by insects. Like the mango fell off the tree on the ground. I fell off from the source. I'm being eaten up by insects of the troubles and pains of life. Then in your mind, you think I'm done for. The thing about being eaten up is that it only reveals your seed. What's your seed? Your source, your ability to procreate and recreate and change things. So when you're at your lowest point, getting eaten up, falling to the ground, if the seed is revealed, let your tree grow. But how do you grow a tree from a seed that, well, from a fruit that's been eaten by an insect? You just have to remain in its essence. The, the, the seed has nothing to do. The seed doesn't have to do anything but be. So you're like, what? So you drop a seed on the ground, all that, all that happened was that it was just there, grounded. So there goes the secret. 
you gotta ground yourself at your lowest point. If you don't ground yourself or plant yourself, then you won't grow. If you just fall flat on the ground, then you won't grow. But if you get rooted, if you get deep, if you reflect and find out, and then use that reflection, it's time for you to just ground, ground yourself. And let's practice forgiveness. All right, so we said self-confidence has to do with self-trust and dependability. Imagine you don't trust somebody, you can't depend on them, but you gotta let them, you don't trust them and you don't depend, you can't depend on them. Live with them, well you kinda just have to forgive them. It's forgiving yourself. So the first term, the first step to, is forgiving yourself for your mishaps. Forgive yourself for the crimes placed against you by the judge of your mind. Forgive yourself from that. Free yourself from the mental slavery of limited ideas of what's available for you. Just free yourself from that. What's the point of freeing yourself from that? Well, we all make mistakes. We all mistake certain things. We take it at the wrong time. But just because we took it at the wrong time and took it wrong, doesn't mean that we can't take it again. That's why it's a mistake. It's not a lost take, it's a mistake. You just mistook it. Now, you could take it again. You see, you see that? You see the mentality? Now, your mindset is really, really what's gonna fuel your recovery ability. Because I can, like, I can literally fall on the ground today and be like, yo, I'm on the ground. And then while I'm there, I'm like, what can I do while I'm down here? And somebody else can fall on the ground and be helpless or get burdened by the helpless um, psychological concept that when you fall down, you tend to end up feeling helpless. And because you feel helpless, you actually become helpless. And you don't seek for solution. You don't seek for a way out rather than you seek for pity while you're in it. Right, so we don't wanna be that person. Now, sometimes we need to grieve, we need to be on the ground. Sometimes it's not right to get right back up. Sometimes you gotta stay down before you come up. Some people just try to overcome whatever emotional burden they're going right there when they're in it. I'm depressed. Tomorrow, let me not be depressed. Well, let's address the things that led to that. What are the things imbalanced in my life? What's the things causing inflammation? What's the thing causing stagnation? What is getting stuck in me, right? And then you're like, okay, now what do I need to do to release all of those things, right? Now that's a solution-focused person. A person says, I shouldn't feel depressed. This is for weak people. Well, no, that's not true. We all go through it, but it's who grows through it rather than who goes through it, right? We all are gonna travel that road at some point. But my question for you is, are you gonna grow through it? Or are you gonna go through it? Well, what's the difference between growing and going through it? Well, going and growing, the difference is just what I said earlier. If the seed, the fruit falls on the ground and the seed gets revealed, aim a tree, it must mean that the only difference is, are you gonna look at the ground as a garden or are you gonna look at it as a graveyard? It's the mentality 
that's going to allow you to see opportunity and what we once called your demise. Okay, so how did I be able to do all of this? Well, I realized, I was just telling my friend the other day, how come I, I've learned so much just in the last two years alone, right? Let's not even go back the last five years, but how come I, I learned so much and I grew so much? I was like, well, life had to strip down the fruit of your normal life to reveal the seed of your true essence. Now you got grounded, you got planted, and now you're just revealing the tree. So they said it was a seeking success, but I found out it's a revealing success. So it's like an onion. You cry, but and you finish, you put it in that food, it's gonna make you cry tears of joy. Tears of realizing that it was all worth it. So life is like an onion. When you keep unraveling it up, sometimes it will make you cry. But when you realize that that onion tastes really good in that soup, then you'll realize it was all worth it. All right? So we want to start from that point. So I said the first step is in the reflection. Turning self-hate into self-love. In reflecting, then you forgive yourself from your mishaps. So you can start to trust and depend. Now you must start to build your ability to depend on yourself. How do you build your self-confidence by building your dependability rate? How do you build your dependability rate? Well, first you do the things you say you're gonna do. Simple. Keep your word to you. Second is you gotta recognize your greatness, right? So this is why I'm here. This is my purpose, right? This is my mission. This is my goal. This is my vision. This is why the Lord placed me here. And it's to let you know that you're not burdened by you, that you're not a burden to the world, but you're here to carry the burden, right? You are the Christ-like being, which means you're not bringing trouble. You're supposed to be here to alleviate it. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Because you're strong enough, you're good enough, you're well enough, and you're powerful enough, and you're enough, right? So society has it where they look at your body and don't look at your spirit. So we're in a body comparison world and not a spirit comparison world. Well, that's completely backwards because we're not a body that lives, lives in a spirit, we're a spirit that lives in a body. So why do we look at the cup and say, yo, that tea does not taste good. You gotta taste the tea before you judge the tea by the cup. So you look at the teacup and you say, well, the uh, slim waist and big top. Slam waist and big top. And then let's say I had some dirty water in it. And you're like, let me drink it because it got some waste and big top. And I'm drinking poison. And I'm like, oh, it looks good on the outside, so that poison must be good. You're lying to yourself, right? So don't judge outside of the cup. You got to see what's in it. So I say that all to say, don't look at your body and just say, I'm, I'm horrible, I suck, I don't, I'm not worthy. 
I really want to know where people find their worthiness from. Is it in what you do? Is it in how you look? And is it in the associations you have? Or is it in your essence? Right? Because, well, I look handsome now, don't I? Okay. Self-confidence. But one day I might, something might happen to my face. Life might happen to my face. Something happens. But I might just get older. Right? And maybe I don't age well. Who knows? I'm just saying. We don't look at the right faces. We look at the wrong face and we see the wrong people because we only see the face and not the person. So if you want to improve your self-confidence, see the person and not the face. Don't see the face and not the person, but see the person and not the face. So I want you to practice this. Look in the mirror, and I want you to look deep in your eye. They say the eye is the window to the soul. The eye in the pituitary, the pituitary is the windows to the soul. Hmm, so look at yourself in the eye. And then I want you to get in touch with what your soul would be like. And then I want you to say, what is my soul like? Or my spirit, what is my spirit like? What is it like? like is it peaceful? Yesterday, I was like, what do you think of my spirit? I asked somebody I just met, I was like, what do you think of my spirit? And they was like, you have a calm spirit. And then the person went on to say, calm spirit, but unsure. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Nobody wants to hear that you have a calm spirit, but unsure, but I heard it and I took it and I understood it and I let that be information, right? And then I was, I was going around the room and I was labeling people's spirits based on what vibe I got from them. So I was saying, I love your spirit. You got a pure hearted spirit. I was like, you got a warrior spirit. And I was like, I feel like you have an all embracing one. I'm like, was I right? Was I wrong? Who knows? This is how my intuition, intuition allows you to go into your spirit and then you download information from it and then you don't download information just from the spirit but you download it from where the spirit comes from right so it's as if there's an intranet your spirit contains a bunch of different information right and it has connection to the source but when you get in touch with it then you're now able to download that information but when you're out of spirit and you're not inspired and you're not in spirit but you're just going through life you feel down you don't trust yourself you really confidence you don't even want to spend time with you you try to get away from yourself as much as you possibly can so you watch something you eat something you do something you go see someone or you go somewhere because you don't feel sexy you don't feel like you like yourself maybe don't fool and you feel as if you need something more, right? So you're like, okay, so you said reflect first. Good, forgive myself, right? So I'm gonna reflect to see where am I really at? Then I'm going to forgive myself in spite of myself. Then I'm gonna stop judging because I'm gonna see my true self. Oh, I'm a spirit. I'm not just gonna see my face, but I'm gonna see my real self. So now, you don't limit yourself to the body, okay? So that's really, that's a really important switch here because I, I'm gonna say this and I don't want you to take it wrong or whatever, but I can say that the way our society is structured, like 
And beauty is really subjective, but we made it objective as if there's really, we just made that up. I just want you to know that for sure. Even in your own eyes, when you see someone you think is beautiful, well, a lot of times they are beautiful, but that's because we've been sold to what beauty is so much that we can't even perceive that someone else that may not look like that is also beautiful. So likewise, we're not just operating like that with other people, but we operate like that with ourselves. We look at ourselves and we judge ourselves based on the perception of a perception of a perception. So, and, you, and it programmed you for so long that you don't, you can't even go outside to see it. Not, I'm not saying you can't, but I'm saying most people are not even willing to say that my idea of beauty is skewed because you're, but it is. So that's what sometimes we're like, I'm not attractive or I don't have this, I don't have that. She looks like this and I don't. We're basing it on so many different things. But let's say we got detached from all that and all that didn't even matter anymore, right? Then we can look at ourselves and really see true beauty, right? We can see ourselves and we can see more than the face. We can see the being behind the face. So when you can see the being behind the face, you'll be more and then you will take up more spiritual space than physical space. And with the spiritual space is where you can create things in the physical space. And from that, that's a step one from transitioning from self-hate into self-love is to build up your confidence in yourself. Confide, trust, depend. Confide, trust, depend. Confide, forgive, trust, depend. Everything you do for someone else that you love but hate, <laughs> love, hate, but I love you, but I hate your ways, you want to do it for you. And you want to keep working on it. The Western world separates, makes you like two people where you're like a parent and a child. And they say you're taking care of yourself, I'm dealing with myself, who's the mind, who's the self? Some people say we shouldn't look at it like that, it's, you're just one being. But I say, because there's so much indifference between our body and our spirit, we might as well look at the two and say self, because then we can differentiate, and then when it's two people, it's just one, right? So self-love has to do with self confidence self-confidence has to do with self-trust and self-dependability right so those are number one and then also your ability to spend time with you do you want to do it are you willing to or are you willing not to that's going to help you and switching from self-hate into self-love there's a lot more to do it there's cultural there is other um, things where you hate your culture because the other dominant culture make you feel like your culture is worthless. There's so many aspects to it. Sometimes you may not do with what you see, but in seeing it, at least you gotten out the dark. And if you're out the dark, don't get back in the room because the light, when you got to the light, you kind of like, you know how you came from a really dark place? or all of a sudden it just feels so weird, your eyes all messed up, and you're like, you can barely see, it's like your vision got darker, 
if you come from a light place, which means if you see the light, if you see hope, right? Or if you see truth and you go back to the dark, the dark is gonna be much darker because you've already seen truth. If you come from the sun, you go inside and it's really dark, it's gonna get darker. And you're gonna get blurry and dizzy and like you're about to fall out. That's because you saw the light, the dark ain't for you no more. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator, thanking you once again for coming here to this personal development session. Once you do that, you get the value each and every day. Follow the IG though. It's Ed Talks Daily on Instagram. There I put the podcast notes. So I'm turning the podcast to a book, right? So I took the podcast notes and I put them on my Instagram. And then there are, you can watch. So that you can get. 10 a.m., we're gonna be growing. Like I said, we're growing alongside each other. But I really do believe that this stuff is super, super valuable. And that's why I'm inviting you to subscribe. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.